0: Are we covering talking heads or the cure first?
1: I already answered that question. I refuse to answer it again.
0: Okay. That's what I thought. I was just double checking.
1: Welcome back to Rated Radio with your hosts, Rayburn Alexander and Shane Wyndham. Rayburn, what's going on in your world?
0: So you remember those uh, sick-ass vegetables that I promised you from my sick-ass garden? Okay.
1: Listeners, (laughs) this is a new episode. I apologize that we are still talking about garden vegetables.
0: Well, what I was going to say before I was rudely interrupted by my co-host was, I hate to break it to you, but you, you will You ask not...
1: me a question. See, that's rudely interrupting you right there. Okay. When I don't respond to a question the way you want me to, that's you, different.
0: You responded like an ass. Anyway, like I was saying, I might not be able to fulfill your order because thanks to the Texas rains, uh, my garden is completely flooded. So might not work out, but hey... I thought you weren't
1: working on my order.
0: I told you I was going to bring you some vegetables.
1: No, never mind.
0: Oh, that order. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, anyway, yeah. Garden might not work out, but uh, here's to having a good idea and it possibly not working out. I have dreams. I'm reaching for dreams. Of
1: vegetables. Of vegetables. Vegetable dreams. Anyway. Slap that like button if you're on (laughs) YouTube, which most of you aren't. And you really ha- like the vegetable dreams.
0: Anyway, enough about vegetable dreams. What's going on in your world, Shane?
1: You freak me out every time you do that. Enough about, I think you're just skipping right over me I'm and going to roll the intro.
0: I never do that.
1: <laughs> me?
0: hmm
1: Work, work, work. hmm Want to point out at the start here that I previously mentioned the song, <laughs> Hey, We Want Some Pussy mm-hmm. by Two Left Crew. Yeah. When I was thinking of their song called... If you believe in having sex.
0: Oh, the listeners were sitting on the edge of their seats with that correction, Shane. I'm so glad that you can provide that to them.
1: Well, you're all welcome. Sorry for pointing you in the wrong direction.
0: I give wrong directions all the time. Fact girl doesn't necessarily have true facts, so I just don't give a shit.
1: True facts.
0: True facts.
1: There are different kinds of facts. Yeah. There's true facts and then there's Rayburn facts.
0: You you know those people that fact
1: girl facts. You
0: tell them something, they're like, yeah, bro facts. What the fuck is that?
1: I got a fact girl on my (laughs) jack. Got a fact girl on my jack.
0: Thank you so much for, for doing that for me.
1: Roll the intro. Before we get to what we came here for, what do we have?
0: We have our top 10 list of top 10 stoner jams, y'all.
1: Stoner songs.
0: Yeah, stoner songs.
1: Let's talk about it. What you got?
0: First on my list, not that I have any experience, is Blueberry Yum Yum by Ludacris featuring Sleepy Brown. I may or may not know what it feels like to indulge in this track, but I'm sure it gets you in the right mindset to feel like a boss ass original gangsta. What's next on your list? First on your list, I should say.
1: Hmm, first on my list, Mm -hmm. yes. Yes, we start at the beginning.
0: Yes, we do, I say that every time. Anyway.
1: Welcome to The Machine by Pink Floyd. My anniversary is, in fact, on 421 for a reason. Back in 07, I got really high on 420, watched the music video for this song, and had a serious moment of clarity. Everything just seemed to click when I was having that experience. I realized that the momentary things I loved about being single weren't supportive of the rest of who I wanted to ultimately become. Also realized I didn't need to look any further for an amazing person to build a foundation with. It would take too long to explain right. Short of it is, beware that video while high. If you're the type to avoid therapy, because it just might make all kinds of stuff come to the surface and see you do some changing.
0: Next on my list is Hash Pipe by Weezer. While a bit chaotic and for a totally different mindset, this track offers that extra level of punk rock to your experience. (laughs) I just sounded like an
1: infomercial. Are you ready to have your life changed? (laughs) Go to Spotify right now and turn on Not an Addict by Kay's Choice. This is the song that actually made me want to get high for the first time. I kept trying to figure out what it would be like ahead of doing it. And it was my aunt's ex-boyfriend, Harold, who finally gave me a worthwhile answer and saying that it was going to be a lot like how this song makes you feel. And he was right. People talk about weed like a gateway drug, but it actually made me feel like I had no need to ever touch harder drugs. It's amazing. Go listen to Not an Addict by Kay's Choice, now on Spotify.
0: You sound like Casey Kasem.
1: Radio personality. That's I'm. I'm making yeah, I, fun of you yeah. through the entirety of that. Yeah,
0: I'm just saying Casey Kasem specifically. Anyway, next ne- song. Next on my list is Crazy Rap by Afro Man. Most may pick the predictable because I got high. This is one that does it for me personally. Not only is it fun, but anyone can memorize the lyrics even while high. Next on your
1: list. This song ruined my week not long ago.
0: Explain. Explain. We, we,
1: we were recording banter bar. And -hmm. I picked up Old English 800 and thought it was going to be shit because I was thinking of Colt 45. 45. Yeah.
0: Sorry, man.
1: Anyway, that ain't all I need. You know what I'm saying? Colt 45.
0: And two zigzags. You can't forget that. I don't think,
1: no. (laughs) I mean, two of them maybe to make that beer taste good. Mm -hmm. Next on my list is Fire It Up by Debrat. This one gives me the giggles when I'm high and listening to it because long before I ever got high, I was a fan of this song, and I used to get so into it that it was like I'd caught some contact high or was high on life or something. Thinking back on what an anti-pot dork I was in my youth really cracks me up on those rare occasions that I'm stoned. That's all. Okay. And your next pick is... I don't,
0: You don't need to do that every time. I am not. An, I can take the, the visual cues. You know,
1: the well, you sit there.
0: Okay. I don't want to be and rude eyeball and, me. and step on your story. Anyway, speaking of Pink Floyd, Comfortably Numb by Pink Floyd is my next pick. Needing some sort of existential crisis with your buzz? This song has it with an extra shot of creative genius.
1: I don't know how to top that one.
0: Oh, Thanks.
1: So, I will just be my normal self. Okay. Out comes the evil by Lords of Acid. I've always enjoyed listening to music while gaming, and I remember listening to this while playing Tony Hawk at one point, feeling like I was having some sort of of out-of-body experience, which naturally made me want to see what it would be like to throw a marijuana buzz in the mix. Note to those who feel compelled to recreate this set of circumstances, make sure you have no plans for a while, because just trust me.
0: So, I'm gonna get... A little personal before i get to my next pick it has nothing to do with my next pick question for the listeners shane when was the last time you partook in in the ganja the, the 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 green-eyed monster the i don't know you don't know okay i was just curious
1: i could wager a guess but i don't know okay i may be high right now why do you ask
0: oh i was just i was just curious for for listeners purposes because we obviously have had some both have had experience with this substance in the past, and I just was curious to know how long ago you actually partook in this substance.
1: I don't know. Yeah. I, I tend to stay away from it, you know? I'm a little afraid that it'll be like a cabin trip or something, and, you know, video footage of that appears online or something, and...
0: Actually, I think I was with you the last time you partook in anything.
1: Did you miss me making fun of you? Why would you be filming videotape to put on YouTube? Me? Me? For- Yeah,
0: I didn't film anything. Okay. I did not film that. I'm not an idiot, Shane. No,
1: just wait till everyone's high and then film.
0: It was not after that. No.
1: Okay. Where are we going?
0: I was, I was just curious. I just wanted to, I'm sorry. I'm trying to engage a
1: little bit. Jesus. Jesus would not engage. Okay.
0: All right. Next on my list (laughs) is broccoli. By Shelly, F-K-A, Dram. I think he just goes by Dram.
1: Please repeat the name of the song. I feel like I'm high right now.
0: (laughs) The name of the song is called Broccoli. Okay, I did not miss here. By Dram featuring Lil Yachty. While I have never heard that sticky icky called Broccoli, there's something about that piano and beat that is so ridiculously catchy.
1: Next up for me is Blaze It by Bone thugs and harmony the only time I ever made it the point to visit a real-deal grow up, this song was playing on loop, and everyone, including the Dope Man's employees, was as stoned as I imagine Snoop Dogg stays. After seeing it, I remember genuinely having no idea how someone was making sense of the business. That was there to be run. Stupid moment in my life, but I really enjoy this song.
0: I don't understand how people can function like their day-to-day while high. I've never been that person. Agreed. There are plenty
1: of them out there. I I know
0: there are. It's just, I don't, I look at people like that and I'm just like, how? And some people have children and I don't know how those people take care of children.
1: I think it's probably the same way that an alcoholic does. You feel not yourself without it.
0: (sighs) I guess so. At a
1: certain point. Anyway, that's the first half of Stoner Songs. Yeah. Now, let's talk about a little bit of music. First up, uh, think think thinking maybe that we should... Uh, you the talking heads. You, you want to talk about the talking heads? I do. Okay. Yes, I do. Let me find the piece of paper upon which I discuss the talking heads with myself before we record for listeners.
0: You do that. Are you ready? You
1: realize I am not a human being. I'm sitting here in the skin with a beating heart, but it's just words on paper.
0: What are you quoting? You're, I'm not. You're not? You're just You're just. I'm just me. It? Okay. I'm beginning to think you're high. I was wondering why there wasn't very much conversation coming from you when I got here. Now I know why. You're either high or a machine has replaced you. All right, let's get to talking about the Talking Heads. First album that we covered by the- By the way. Oh, okay, what?
1: Talking Heads.
0: Talking Heads. I'm sorry I added a V on there.
1: You know what's funny is I actually don't care. About that.
0: You're just being a dick.
1: Well, when I went online, I was trying to verify ahead of time. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't find an answer, but there were plenty of people arguing about it in forums.
0: And we've just added to all of that. Yes. Thanks a lot. Anyway, first album by The Talking Heads.
1: Also known as Talking Heads.
0: (laughs) Is Fear of Music from 1979. This was my bottom album. Agreed. I gave it two fives out of 11 tracks
1: five five fives out of 11 tracks they got five fives okay on this bottom album called Fear of music from 1979.
0: okay congratulations can we move on now sure okay top track for me was heaven
1: I was torn between memories can't wait and drugs
0: how fitting with our stoner yeah it was it
1: wasn't purposeful that just that's the way it landed
0: my bottom track was I zimbra the intro yes
1: oh animals. All the way.
0: Okay. All right. This album tiptoes on the borders of electronic disco punk for me. Almost Halloweeny in places. <laughs> weenie. Not a huge fan of the shout singing style.
1: Big weenie, little weenie. What are we talking? The Halloweeny. That doesn't give me a size reference.
0: Use your imagination. Mm. Depends on where you're sticking it. Anyway, I wasn't a fan of the shaky vocals, so you go ahead with your with your notes on this album, Shane. Quit thinking about where to stick your Halloweenie.
1: I was thinking about the size difference correlation to that. The only way there'd be a size difference is if you were pushing rope versus not.
0: And here I thought we were going to get through an episode without the term pushing rope being said.
1: Fear of music by talking heads. Mm-hmm. Dire Straits meets Earth, Wind & Fire and some of the oddest vocals I've ever heard. There's some degree of Devo, Rush, cross-sectionality here as well. If you're looking for something wild, this is it. Solid though the music is, the vocals are often lost on me. A true head-scratcher that left me feeling like I didn't understand a punchline. Funky grooves though, lots of fours beyond the fives for me.
0: This album makes me feel the way that you make me feel when you tell your, your stories or your jokes that go right over my head.
1: Awkward? Yes. Out of the loop?
0: Yes. All the above. How about all that? All
1: right. So this should have been my favorite album of all time. Uh, yeah. I'll give it another chance.
0: Okay. You, you do that. Let me know. I probably won't get it anyway. Anyway. I
1: Actually, I listened to this album four times
0: the fuck is wrong with you? Four
1: times this Why? week. Why? I'll you, get there. Let's was, go.
0: Okay. Because so I was going to say, do you not have anything better to do? I'm sure you do. Anyway, next album that we covered was Remain in Light from 1980. This was my middle album. Top. I gave it one five out of eight tracks.
1: Seven. Damn. What are you smoking? I'm I am not not. I'm not here to judge you. Let's continue.
0: <laughs> yeah. You say you're not here to judge me. And then you ask me something like that.
1: Bullshit opinion.
0: Okay. You did say... <laughs> Uh, that you saw kidding. my sh- my shitty opinion. I didn't
1: actually see it. I'm just kidding All anyway. Right. Let's go. All
0: right. My top track was Once in a Lifetime. Agreed. All right. So we are somewhat on the same. My one five that I gave was that track. So I'm, I'm not completely lost, Shane. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My bottom track was Born Under Punches.
1: Seen and not seen. Okay. And I actually really love the track. I j- I'm pretty sure that one doesn't have a chorus. And that bothered me a little bit. Anyway. What are your notes?
0: Uh, This was a funkier um, contribution. Vocals are still really shaky for me. Hooks are lacking. And they're a little bit ahead of their time with sound experimentation. So I will give them that. They were experimenting with a lot of different sounds that didn't become popularized until later 80s, maybe mid 80s. If you're thinking of the expression avant-garde, this album is very avant-garde, which says a lot because one of their Earliest fans was Mr. Andy Warhol. Who's that? You don't know who Andy Warhol is?
1: Mm, did he make a picture with some colors yeah. in it?
0: <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, I
1: know who Andy Warhol is. Dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you ask uh, me?
0: Did you think I didn't know who Andy Warhol was?
1: I don't know. Sometimes okay. I just
0: feel like being a dick.
1: Feel like digging at whatever fact girls spitting, even if there's no reason to. This album, Remain in Light, my top album. Spicier, but more vocally accessible as well. There's brilliance here, which is so much more than music aimed at being a contrast to what was then the mainstream sound. This is art worth hearing. I love the darker moments, very surrealistic. It's a short album, doesn't feel short. Because their music is so complex Mm -hmm. and vibrant.
0: Next album that we covered was Speaking in Tongues from 1983. Surprise, surprise, this was my top album. Middle. I gave it two fives out of nine tracks. Seven again. My top track was Burning Down the House.
1: I Get Wild.
0: And my bottom track was slippery people. Very surprised.
1: There's some silence that was cut just now. Uh, (laughs) Don't know how to react to that one. I'm not supposed to. My bottom track was Moon Rocks.
0: Okay. This started sounding almost reggae inspired, seemed slightly more fun than its previous album. A lot of the same formula and still really consistent with their style.
1: If you like burning down the house, this album is going to appeal to you. The chorus work is strongest here, and it's as close as the group gets out of these albums to popular music. It's still wonderfully weird and infectiously groovy. I may think the Remain in Light album has more to offer, the mind, but this is the album I'd most readily recommend to someone looking to dip their toes into talking heads. Excellent work.
0: You're all about feeding that mind, huh? Yeah. Can't blame you. Uh, some things I would like to... I'm most... not,
1: by the way, I'm not failing to interact because I don't have anything to say. I'm just trying to hold back till we get to the notes. You're fine. Trying not to be...
0: Jesus. Okay. Some things I want listeners to consider. Uh, similar sounding artists for me personally, like Shane had stated earlier, Devo, the Violent Femmes. They are most known for singing Blister in the Sun, New Order, which we talked about blue monday in the past. Psychedelic Furs and even Prince at times for me. What you might know David Byrne who's the lead singer of Talking Heads. He appeared in The Simpsons. I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen this I haven't seen that episode of The Simpsons. Radiohead actually named themselves after Talking Heads song Radiohead, which I don't think we covered here, but I thought it was interesting. David Byrne often had writer's block which might have contributed to the lack of choruses. Hmm. And they named themselves after a television term. The expression talking heads means a newscaster speaking on camera. So there you
1: go. Worth pointing out that there is a related act here. The bassist and drummer of the group are married and also the creators of Tom Tom Club. Responsible for what most people would know them for is Genius of Love. And it's... It's insane at first to think about that, Okay. but you can totally see it after a while, because while I go down the list here, there is a film out there called Stop Making Sense. It's a concert film mm-hmm. of the Talking Heads, and in the middle of it, they actually do Genius of Love, and you it's, it's really fucking good. I don't know how else to put it. It's one of the strangest things I've ever seen, but it totally works. Not always my style, but... Definitely go watch it. I think it's free on Prime right now. The album art for Remain in Light is astounding
0: I'm trying to remember what that looked like. I know fear. The faces
1: with the red. Yeah Yeah, you're right. It's fucking astounding. That's an album cover. I will never fail to associate with this group
0: Okay, uh, see I recognize the speaking in tongues album cover the most it's probably because it was more popular Okay. So
1: I don't think I'd ever even seen that one. That's what's weird. I always assumed this was a one-hit wonder group.
0: I thought just so, Just because too. I'd never
1: actually heard anything else by them. But
0: You want to know how I knew the Speaking in Tongues album cover? Because it's featured on Revenge of the Nerds soundtrack. Oh. So that's why I always saw okay. it. Okay. So that makes sense now that I think about it. Continue. Sorry.
1: It's okay. This music makes me feel like aliens are challenging me to get on their level.
0: And you're willing to meet the challenge?
1: The best way I could put it, some of the vocal fringes feel like they inspired groups like The Clash and The Killers. Sandinista by The Clash is the last time I felt this challenged by music. And challenged is a perfect word for this experience. I don't think I'll want to take it on routinely, but I could see it scratching a very specific itch on occasion. A cult classic in the world of music, in my opinion. So... Okay. If you like cult classic films, (laughs) you're probably going to dig this group. It's worth mentioning that I had a pretty negative reaction to them at first. Mm -hmm. Quite glad I stuck with it, though, as it really starts hooking you after a while.
0: And that's why you listen to Fear of Music four times?
1: No, I listened to Fear of Music four times because I felt like I was undervaluing the album. Okay. Like it was I understood remain in light right away and speaking in tongues pretty straightforward It's going to be a more mainstream. It's still not mainstream, but it's it's close But fear of music I felt like okay i've got to go back and i'd already listened to it twice Mm -hmm. And so I just listened to it two more times. Yeah, I definitely felt better about it in the end
0: Well, i'm so glad that you felt better. Are we ready to take our break? Yes. All right, let's take a break (laughs)
1: have a recommendation for our listeners
0: i do uh i've been holding off on recommending this for a while because i did not want to be judged so uh i didn't recommend it when it was popular but
1: preparing to judge
0: i would like to recommend stupid by ash nico featuring young baby tate she got her start on disney channel sunny with a chance but boy oh boy has she come a long way since then she is a rap hip-hop artist that makes Peculiar content, but somehow I find this track stuck in my head.
1: I know Nico for some reason. She do something, is it work it bitch or working bitch or...
0: Something like that. Okay. You'd know her when you when you saw her.
1: Yeah, I've never seen her. Okay, well,
0: anyway, what's your
1: recommendation? Should I wear a cup?
0: What the fuck?
1: I don't know. Okay. Should you wear a helmet?
0: Good fucking God, Jay. Just tell me your recommendation.
1: It's a song called Another Life. The group is Motionless and White. This is just a group I stumbled across while on YouTube. Their lead singer looks ridiculously emo, but the music is a nice combination of Breaking Benjamin and some mild screamo group like, I think, Evans Blue. Mm -hmm. Evans Blue meets Breaking Benjamin. If that doesn't sound amazing to you, why are you listening to my opinion to begin with? Don't go anywhere. We have another co-host here. Who might have something of interest to say, I don't know.
0: I ask myself the same question every time I come over here.
1: She's still not wearing a helmet.
0: No, I'm not. And Shane's still not wearing a cup. Anyway, my plug for the week is tequila and Johnny Walker Black. For when you want to get fucked up with family and throw all inhibitions to the wind. thank you for helping us heal while simultaneously giving me diarrhea.
1: Could have lived without the diarrhea comments. Are we supposed to mix those together or...
0: No, I say giving me diarrhea. It's actually giving us diarrhea. Uh, You really should...
1: I don't have diarrhea. I hate to break it. Not
0: us as in me and Shane. Us as in blue. Poor guy. Anyway, no. Okay. Don't mix them together.
1: I thought you, at first, when you said it wasn't me, that maybe you were talking to listeners and I thought you're really making the point here that listeners should drink this. No. Because it's going to give you diarrhea.
0: All, All my... We recently traveled for the first time during the pandemic by plane. And let me tell you that was an experience. Anyway, we went to a memorial for family. Uh and we had I hadn't seen my cousins on my mother's side. So not Shane. Shane did not attend this. Anyway, cousins on my mother's side and the night of the memorial, we got entirely too fucked up after the memorial and got super wasted off of Blue and I drank a bottle of tequila ourselves. And we also had, es- not, they didn't have shot glasses, they had espresso cups. So we were drinking espresso cups of tequila and Johnny Walker Black separately. And I'm so surprised Blue did not get dehydrated because he shat his brains out the entire next day. y'all
1: have a death wish
0: um, how old are
1: you again now and you're still just drinking straight liquor
0: that wasn't the intention my cousin brought out a six-pack we each took one from the six-pack and we were just chilling we were fixing to place categories next i know my younger cousins asked about liquor and a bottle of johnny walker black and a bottle of tequila hit the table and the dude's mom just died shane oh by the
1: way thanks for making me sound like a dick who didn't go to a funeral This isn't part of my immediate family. No, I
0: said it was my mom's side. Listeners that have known us know that we're related on my dad's side, your mom's side, their siblings. They know. Okay. Okay. Anyway, yeah. Tequila and Johnny Walker Black. And yes, I do have a death wish.
1: Yeah, I just I don't really like dead people, you know.
0: I know. You don't really like living people either.
1: Yeah, I like some. Not the kind who drink straight tequila and Johnny Walker Black. Oh, you you love
0: me. What's your
1: plug? I wanted to recommend some curry sauces. Scratching the itch for Indian food during this pandemic has been somewhat difficult, to say the least. Want to offer some pros to any home cooks who may be listening? Firstly, you'll always want some of those Uncle Ben's 90-second microwave rices on hand. Basmati or jasmine are the types you want. Dice some chicken, cook it in a pan with olive oil, salt, and a decent dose of Fiesta brand curry powder. Okay, I've got you a base working here. I'm, I'm trying listening.
0: To... I'm listening.
1: Once your chicken is cooked, you'll just want to pour these sauces that I'm about to recommend into the pan, not together. Let it simmer for like 15 minutes before serving. Super simple. So just buy the sauces, cook some chicken, serve it over rice. Okay. Sauces I'm recommending are Kroger's private selection tikka masala, Patak's korma curry sauce, and there's one called star East coconut lime curry Vietnamese <laughs> simmer sauce. That's a mouthful, but it's very good. Uh, These things can always taste wildly different depending on the brand, so please trust my brand recommendations are coming from experience. I could talk about how to make chutneys and Thai curries too, but maybe we'll save that for another time. Happy hunting.
0: I'm still wondering why, in the many times that you and I have gotten together and consumed a meal, why you have never either suggested Indian food or cooked Indian food for me.
1: There's not really much in the way of local Indian food here in Denton. Okay. That was all in Richardson. Okay. And we did try that at one point. I think we went to two or three different places and you never seemed to love it. I've I never think, been
0: to an Indian place. Okay,
1: maybe I'm thinking of some other people. You probably are. I've who never been. We're always around, right? Cuz that. <laughs> and everyone always <laughs> wants to eat out. So it's that's never, "Hey, come over, I'll cook." I'd love that, but
0: If that is an option, I will take that option. I remember that time that I burned the sliders. I cooked for you.
1: Yes, I do. I do remember that because I had to eat them anyway. I'm sorry. That's enough break for me. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Let's talk about The Cure momentarily. Please enjoy our break music.
0: Now back to our regularly scheduled program, Shane. Uh-huh. We're covering The Cure. What albums do we cover by them?
1: Okay, The Cure. Yeah, you picked these albums, didn't you? I did. Yes, you did. Mm -hmm. Okay, so first up, obviously, Pornography from 1982. This was my bottom album.
0: This was also my bottom album.
1: Out of the eight tracks, I gave three fives.
0: I gave one five.
1: My top track was The Figurehead.
0: My top track was Siamese Twins.
1: My bottom track was Pornography.
0: My bottom track was also Pornography.
1: Hey, hey, we can agree on something. If you can imagine groups like Radiohead, Depeche Mode, or AFI leaning heavy into their goth tendencies, you'll have some idea of what this album delivers. It has almost no vocal choruses, and the melodies are pretty static. But the vocals themselves are to die for and the mood is pure dark heartache some serious Halloween vibes to this disc It's just that last track hmm It's another Experimentation track from the 80s and you know how we love that. Yeah.
0: Yeah This album for me was bleak to say the least it lacks hooks highly emotional tracks very different for its time the vocal stylings are different. I wouldn't say they're bad, but they are different. Almost as if I'm stumbling through a dark hallway drunk. That is how this album make, made me feel.
1: Uh, I want to add before we move on, sort of thing you could turn on around Halloween
0: mm-hmm. and
1: just let play. Yeah. Probably with the exception of that very last track. Yep. I wanted to rate this higher, but What are you, you going to do? Yep. Next up was The Head on the Door from 1985. This was my top album.
0: This was also my top album.
1: Out of the 10 tracks, I gave eight fives.
0: I gave four fives.
1: My top track was Push.
0: My top track was In Between Days.
1: And my bottom track was The Blood.
0: My bottom track was The Blood. The
1: Blood. Lighter in most places, this one leans much closer in style to groups like Talking Heads. There are more attempts at hooks, more movement in the melodies, and more variety in sound. Vocals akin to Ramones with a healthy dose of sensual warmth. Not perfect, but totally unforgettable. For me, it just felt dreamlike.
0: This was a little bit more upbeat and fun. Very, very romantic. Uh, Instrumental support is much better here. They found the sound that they would become most popular for during this album in my opinion and it's still like the album before it was emotional i mean i think this band is very emotional to say the least
1: yeah this is a pretty new experience there are a few cure songs that i've heard over the years that have been recommended but uh yeah i didn't know much of anything going in so i don't i don't have any idea what to expect from the rest of this anyway last album we covered was disintegration from 1989 This was my middle pick.
0: This was also my middle pick.
1: Out of the 12 tracks, I gave five fives.
0: I gave four fives.
1: Top track was Prayers for Rain. Pictures of You. My bottom track was Lullaby. I know, I know.
0: Why, man?
1: So while I love that they're not afraid to let the music shine, the lyrics take way too long to kick in on this album. The style is also far too soft in spots for my liking. It feels like an album you get high to, then play it in hopes of falling asleep easily. Uh, (laughs) That sounds like a lot of complaining, but I dig the majority of this disc. Want to say that Snake River Conspiracy's cover of Love Song makes this version seem like weak sauce, and I still don't understand why people like fucking to the lullaby track. I I just don't get it. It does absolutely nothing for me. Another big pro for this album, though, before I shut up. Okay is a lot of Radiohead's The Benz vibes were present on this album, which I really, really enjoyed.
0: And that is the album that I loved the most by Radiohead. Yes. My bottom track was Prayers for Rain. What? Why? (laughs) This album is much more whimsical. Still, again, very romantic. Songs took a little bit longer to get into. Intros a little too long for my liking, but still really good contributions. Songs have a sense of longing And they really do love their synth keyboard, don't they? Yeah. I would say if you are getting started into The Cure, Disintegration would be a good first album to start with because that's where you're going to find the majority of stuff that you already know.
1: I can agree with the second part of that sentence.
0: Well, you weren't an avid Cure listener before this week.
1: I know. I knew pictures of you. I knew Lullaby.
0: Isn't Love Song on this album too?
1: Yes, I didn't realize that that was a Cure cover.
0: Okay. What did you think? A
1: The Cure cover.
0: I'm not I'm not going to be a dick. I already
1: you? said it. It seems like Weak Sauce by way of comparison to Snake River Conspiracy, I'm used to a heavier version of that song. They they had an edge to their music that really fit the softness of the vocals in a way that I enjoyed. When they they take it down a notch, it's just all too on the same level. It's I don't know. Are we
0: covering Snake River Banjo? What's the band that we're covering?
1: (laughs) Snake River Conspiracy. Oh, okay.
0: (laughs) Sorry. Anything you want to say about this artist before moving forward?
1: Yes. I would love to see the song Push on some sort of music game like Guitar Hero or Rock Band. That would be amazing. The music makes me feel like I'm falling through clouds in different types of weather. Okay. And all of these albums had completely different vibes and... Uh, the group's lyrics are way above average. want to point that out. Okay. The melody of Homesick, the song Homesick, sounds like something I can't place and it's driving me fucking insane. So if you're listening and you can figure it out, please let me know. Very much looking forward to more from this group. This is the sort of group which may not connect the same way with any two people, but I feel like anyone who sat down with them would definitely find something in the way of a connection.
0: The public perception of this band is straight goth 80s emo. I mean, you can kind of tell that by looking at them. They came up with their signature look of smeared lipstick and combed back hair during the pornography album era. Robert Smith, who is their lead singer, voiced himself in a South Park episode. He transforms into the giant moth that has to battle Barbara Streisand. Uh, similar. It's,
1: s- it's Mecha Streisand. For some reason, I was over here thinking about sniz, and I think that's Clinton, isn't it? Isn't I think it? so. Hillary Clinton sniz. Yes. But it's, yes. It's Mecha Streisand.
0: Yes, you're right. It is Mecha Streisand.
1: I could be wrong. I'm gonna point that out. <laughs> I, I think no you're idea. right.
0: I think you're right. Every time I. S- see the episode i see barbara transforming into like a the the mecha godzilla so i think you're right similar sounding artists for me include the smiths the cranberries depeche mode and the psychedelic furs some of their most unique elements include their ability to invoke human emotion and put it to song their lead singer again robert smith loved eating extremely hot curries so shane you will appreciate that kindred spirits even And he's been their only constant member since the band formed. And they've only been in the top 10 charts for one song. Can you guess that song, Shane?
1: Pictures of You? Love song. Really? Yeah. See, I think that song in particular, if I hadn't heard a version of it that Mm -hmm. I really love, Mm -hmm. I think I would have felt... Probably. ...slightly differently about it. Maybe not, though, because... The other parts of the album, like Lullaby, there's mm-hmm. no cover of Lullaby that I've heard, and it has that same soft edges all over the place. I, it's just not. It's not for me. I don't know.
0: Hey, man, it's okay. I'll I'll listen to Love Song enough for the both of us.
1: Great songwriting.
0: Yeah. So, with that being said.
1: Oh hell! I forgot.
0: Yeah, you forgot that you have to say who won. For you.
1: Yeah. Can so. Know, please. It's Talking Heads. Really. Yeah.
0: Wow, you did a really good job at at boosting both of them because I it it, it was going to be a toss-up.
1: It was pretty close for me. It's it was within three fives of each other. Mm-hmm. The cure had two more tracks than talking heads, and they still came out on top. So I feel pretty confident in saying that it was talking heads. I could sit down the the most and listen to the cure, like on a regular mm-hmm. basis. yeah, but I know that when I'm in the mood for talking heads, it's transformative.
0: Okay. Well, my winner this week was The Cure. Doesn't come to any surprise. I just...
1: I want to insert like a clap thing right here. Yay! <laughs> a bunch of clapping.
0: There was... Who would have known? <laughs> I've always been able to identify more with The Cure. Anybody that also knew me when I was in middle school, for the record, I was not goth. I was punk. Learn the difference. We all shop at Hot Topic. How about that? Anyway, I've just always held a special place in my heart for the cure and it didn't help that i got to pick the albums for both artists talking heads are good i just i always love the the whimsicalness of the cure what can i say so
1: i think i wrote goth in my notes didn't i yep goth tendencies Mm -hmm. i wouldn't have said punk i may have said emo but
0: i'm not calling them punk
1: i know i'm just
0: i was i was punk my brother's just making
1: sure that I said goth in this episode, and you don't want to be goth, apparently.
0: I didn't identify as goth as a middle schooler.
1: When I said goth earlier, by the way, I'm thinking of gothic. Yes. Not goth kids, you know, (laughs) doing whatever I'm thinking of, like, truly gothic. Like
0: some Ozzy Osbourne shit?
1: Medieval horror. Okay. You know. Yeah. Very understated, simple, but terrifying kind of undertones. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. that first album was wild i was like okay i have no idea who the fuck this group is and i'm on a ride now
0: i didn't pick their first album i forget the name of it it's pink it's got the fridge it's very well known i ended up going with the pornography album i i was familiar with head on the door the disintegration album but i really wanted to throw that pornography album in there just because i had heard that it was very different
1: and i let you pick all of these albums so yes okay yes you did just clarified it earlier okay
0: yes i was allowed to pick all the albums for for this week for both artists yes yes yes.
1: let's talk about stoner songs yeah let's
0: go ahead and talk about stoner songs you go first
1: sixth pick for me is when you drive by chroma key this track always leaves me remembering what it's like to be high on the road something i will never recommend and I know there are folks out there who say you've got to do it middle of the night, no traffic sort of setup. up. Mm, fuck that. Even as a passenger, it takes traveling less than a mile in a car while stoned for my conscious mind to be on the other side of the goddamn universe. That occasional blink of attention your head tries paying to the road just ruins my buzz every time. This song takes me there because it's some guru trying to drop some heavy lesson on you. But all that's getting through to me on the road as a stoner would be that other voice in the background that comes in around the chorus.
0: Yeah, man, I'm not driving Uh, anywhere while stoned. Fuck that noise. Anyway, next on my list is Push-A-Man by Curtis Mayfield, featured on the Superfly soundtrack. I'm your pusher, man. Anyway, ever know what it feels like to be stoned and trying to remain semi-productive in a public setting? Yeah, me neither. But I would imagine that this track is what people that could function under that high may feel like.
1: I'm beginning to understand now why, when I get high with you, I want to change the station. It's because you're trying to imagine yourself as someone that you're not.
0: Yes, that's that's <laughs> and my it's whole existence. My buzz, whole existence, Shane.
1: Switch Lanes by Ritz. Even though I just said I hate riding high, this song, which is about just that, makes me want to get high for some reason. It's the vibe I'm hoping for when I touch marijuana. It's my friend Randall and I back in the trailer park in the early 2000s, high and happy just about everywhere we went. This song came out way after those days, but that's where my mind takes me for whatever reason.
0: Next on my list is High by Sir Sly. More chaos, but the good kind, like riding your skateboard with not a care in the world and letting nothing hold your focus but the pavement beneath your feet.
1: I dug that. Thanks, man. I haven't heard the song. I dug the description.
0: I got I got what you were putting down.
1: It sounded semi-appealing. Oh,
0: you're welcome. What's next on your list?
1: Weed by MC Chris.
0: Now? Oh, sorry.
1: I know lots of people who use this drug as a way to relax after a hard day of work, and I think it's silly when people say it makes you lazy or unable to function normally, that it's more dangerous than tobacco, alcohol, caffeine, etc. A lifetime of personal experience says otherwise, and I realize that's anecdotal, but the science is pretty in at this point on weed as some life stealer. I'm not saying it's all around healthy or that there aren't hazards to be concerned with, but this drug definitely ain't the boogeyman. Mm -hmm. This track makes me feel grateful for all the people in my orbit who helped me understand that fact because I think both my life and my art would be lesser if I'd steered clear of it. Again, that's Weed by MC Chris.
0: Next on my list is Might As Well Get Stoned by Mr. Chris Stapleton. A big ol' fuck it track. Stapleton brings us a temporary solution to every problem because why the fuck not? Okay. Okay.
1: Why the fuck not? Why
0: the fuck not?
1: Ba ba bass head jazz by CeeLo Green. And really, you should just expect this song to be playing anywhere. <laughs> I'll walk into a room. I just feel like I try to talk about this song all the time, and I don't think anyone ever, like, hones in on it. Like, basshead jazz, CeeLo Green. I gotta go. I've I gotta never go hear heard it. it. All right, hear it. Okay. No, I mean...
0: Oh, right now? Okay, where's my phone? For real, hear it. Hold on. Stand by. Apparently we're making this a new regular thing on the podcast now.
1: I got some extra headphones, too. Let me grab my phone. Wherever it is. All right. Thank
0: you. You have to give listeners the play-by-play like I did. You don't
1: tell me what to do, Rayburn. All
0: right. Just trying to make sure this episode is productive
1: you may want to hold it by the way not just leave it sitting on the
0: i'm not gonna do that damn can i put on my headphones is it bass city or bass city
1: bass head oh like the word like bass b-a-s-s oh bass space head space jazz
0: okay here we go
1: she's preparing herself but i fucking me the whole damn time she's listening to it she seems to think it's all right she's laughing i'm tempted to stare at the walls staring at her is very awkward Nobody ever wants to take my recommendation on this song, but it's a life changer. She doesn't want to love it, but she loves it.
0: Are any other words coming? Or is it just the beats? Yeah. Okay.
1: There's some other words. Okay. Or are there?
0: Okay. Okay. My verdict? I approve. It's as if a 90s R&B band meets lo-fi jazz beats.
1: What's the song by it's it's red bone
0: oh yeah 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 i get that my childish gambino yeah
1: it's similar to that but jazzier more lounge
0: i definitely could understand how someone would want to smoke to that song so yeah i approve way to go shane yay you did it
1: so when my cousin megan was living with us in plano she came home late one night And I was stoned alone in the living room with my headphones on, listening to this song. I'm pretty sure I was so lit that even though I could see that she and her two friends were talking to me, I finished listening to the song before pausing my iPod to see what they all wanted. And when the silence hit, I just kept laughing to myself about how fucked up that was of me to do. Just looking at folks talk to me and keep on enjoying my music. I know I shook some hands, pretty sure that's the first time I met her now husband, too. Uh, But I never did figure out if they actually needed anything from me. I was that high. They just wound up disappearing into her room. As soon as they were gone, I listened to this song again. And that at least stopped the laughter.
0: In that moment, you probably agreed to sell your soul. That's what y'all were shaking on. (laughs) You wouldn't have known otherwise.
1: Wouldn't surprise me.
0: Next on my list is Young, Wild, and Free by Snoop Dogg, Wiz Khalifa, and Bruno Mars. This song eludes everything it sets out to be. Be young, make mistakes, and learn from them. And while you do, have a little fun while doing
1: it. Yeah, don't just make mistakes while you're not having fun. that's a stupid way to live. (laughs) Yeah, dad. Next on your list. I'm making a mistake today, but I'm not going to have fun doing it.
0: Oh, you made plenty of mistakes and had fun while doing them.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to say that's really the only... Way to make mistakes? It's the only intelligent way to make a mistake.
0: Yes. We forget that this is a list about being high. Okay. You're not really making intelligent choices.
1: Drugs by Yellow Wolf is my final pick. The second verse of this one makes me think of my cousin, Corey. No need to change a word, and therefore there's no story to tell. If you're listening to the show, I hope you enjoy our song picks while under the influence. Maybe we'll see some movement on national legalization of this stuff before we're all dead. Not holding my breath, though, except for when I am, if you feel me. (laughs)
0: Nice. Nice. I'm proud of you, Shane.
1: Stuck that motherfucking landing. Yes, I did. (laughs)
0: Last on my list is... Why do you only call me when you're high by Arctic Monkeys?
1: Unf- A question worth asking.
0: Unfortunately, most of us have probably been on the receiving end of one of these calls. But the truth is, most of us have made these types of calls. Embrace it. It never lasts.
1: Dude, no.
0: No, it doesn't.
1: Like, uh, I've done the call people while you're high thing. Mm-hmm. I don't feel anywhere near as bad about that as I do about, like, uh, what's the shit you recommended the other week <laughs> this Oh, melatonin. Yeah. Fucking Xanax experiences that are the same thing. Like I took it and I laid down. I was going to just sleep my ass off that night. And I woke up the next day and it's like, I don't remember sending any of this shit. Or like I'm hearing stuff back from people, but there's nothing in my phone. Like even my fucked up brain was like, man, X that.
0: It's amazing what stuff like that has an effect on you. And yet you do pretty well at handling your, your alcohol. Yeah. So that's the human body, man. It's, yeah, you it's, just never know. It's a crazy thing. I
1: think it's because of the uh, epilepsy drugs. Mm. I'm supposed to get a lot of sleep. And if it's something that's driving me deeper into a sleep state without yeah. like unnaturally, it just, yeah, it's like I'm living dreams.
0: Aren't we all, Shane?
1: I mean, I am. I don't <laughs> know about you.
0: Why don't we draw for next week? Let me draw from my jar, See what we got. <coughs> He's drawing. He's playing playing around with it a little bit. Man. Tantalizing it.
1: Don't tell me how to run my jar. Okay, sorry. I like to play around with it a little I, bit. I
0: know, you, I know you do. You like to stick your hands in some holes and play around with it a bit. What's next week, Shane?
1: So we asked people for their top 10 artists. Mm-hmm. My sister Laura responded with her top 10 and they made it into this jar. All right. And one of her top 10 artists is... Carpenters.
0: Okay, so we're taking it back to light and airy 70s. Yes. Okay. Who I'm actually
1: kind of excited about it too because I know Carpenters. I I know I think one or two hits, you, you know. You love
0: their Christmas album. Yeah,
1: the Christmas is what I know them for. So this should be an experience I kind of always wanted to listen a little more. I've got them matched up against Herman's Hermits. And if that doesn't make any sense to anyone out there listening, it's because my mother talked about loving Herman's Hermits at one point in the same time she was talking about carpenters to me.
0: And you made the connection between the two? It's
1: still stuck in my head. I had this conversation with Megan. We were driving to her parents' house last weekend, Uh and I pointed at a gas station and told her, totally been there, pumped gas there
0: for my mom. Okay.
1: And she started laughing, and she asked me, why are you always telling me where your mom made you pump gas? (laughs) It's, it's like you you expect to connect a story or like hey I bought this inside that store or this is where I used to meet up with my friends. You know, we would we would go to this corner store or something. Nope, for me it's Aww. it's literally my mom maybe pumped gas at that gas station. I was going to
0: say something really mean. I was going to say that's your version of white trash traveling.
1: Man.
0: Hey, my mom maybe pumped gas there. I don't
1: I don't blame my mom either because
0: Bitches need gas, She was a
1: single mom of four kids. Uh Uh-huh. If it's 30 seconds of someone getting out of a car and pumping gas, that's some shit you ain't got to do, and it's one less fucking kid you have to listen to, and you're listening right now, so I don't have to tell any of you out there listening. (laughs) Getting a break from me sometimes is nice. No comment. That's all we got. Thank you, Laura, in advance. We'll see how this goes.
0: Yeah, thanks, buddy.
1: That's going to do it for this week. Hit up our playlist to hear all the songs we talk about. Get our full ratings, t-shirts, and even those bonus episodes that you probably haven't heard at teespring.com slash rated radio. Guide what we listen to by suggesting new artists for our jam jar, or you could just send us your top 10 artists anytime. We'll put them in there. You can even shoot us voice messages on Facebook for a shot at being on the show. Your support really is what makes or breaks us. So thank you for listening and sharing. And until next time, fill your world with music.
0: Legalize it. Legalize it.